I'm Perry Emroff from Collider Jedi Council, and this is Craft Brews and Geek News. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Roommasters Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. So Dan, if you're going to do that, if you're going to rip Velcro off by the microphone of your iPad, <laughs> will you please just, just put it on mute while you do so, and then, you know, unmute it again? Good call. Oh, you're so sensitive. <laughs> That's a microphone joke. You get that? <laughs> He's you're like, I had no idea. You're hurting me. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I said, what's the Spanish term for Cinco de Mayo? Oh. That is it. It is it. That's like way too long. Sabado de Mayo. Sabado is the made up Spanish word. Cinco is the Spanish word. Well, I'm talking about the week, the day of the week. Trace. All right. Dude, so, you, you don't count the one. I count the one. I count. You do in space. No. You okay. go three. That was probably the most uncomfortable beer review I've ever heard. <laughs> the Hindenburg <laughs> has a lot to learn from your fucking beer right. review. Whatever, man. Fucking kick the shit out of you. <laughs> Smell that glass. Yeah. Smells like glass, you're right. <laughs> it's. This wasn't brewed with an extract. It was brewed with extra Satan. I get it. <laughs> Excuse me. All I was going to say on this one is I've been looking forward to it for a hot minute and cask and you shall receive. Oh, that is delicious. Quite oh, tasty. Sometimes I wonder how he does it. Man. Sometimes I wonder why he does it. <laughs> Those are both the same answer. Basically, what we're doing here, or what they're doing here, is they're going to turn the moon into a Wawa. Don't drop the kids off at a brewery and show up at Grandma's. The worst idea I've ever had. Let's start the show. I thought we were starting. Welcome to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Sit back, pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. Now here's the founder of the Brewmasters Club and your host, Donnie Gallagher. Good evening, craft beer fans. This is the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. We are here, full panel. Wow. For the really first time that we've ever done a live episode in this kind of format, I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. Dano, how are you? Hey, buddy. Hey. How? I'm not there, but it uh, looks like a good time. You are here. You are. You're here. Not just in spirit. You're here. Also, I'll take it. Yep, take it. Also joined by Mr. Lossman here. Hola, Mr. Sombrero. Uh, yeah, Mr. Sombrero for the current. <laughs> Why are you wearing the sombrero? Uh, because it's Cinco de Mayo. There we go. And uh, last but not least, our uh, Mr. Cook Kitchen Man himself, Brood Boy Eight One Three. I'm here, guys. Uh, glad to be here on this panel tonight, and uh, just got done brewing some beer. But I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that. In a yeah. Minute. So we're going to we're going to open up with a little bit of, of what we were doing this evening. First off, uh, we have a very beer centric episode ahead of us. So. Uh, just bear with us, but essentially, Ryan, go ahead and give the good people a little brief for the last two and a half hours were of this evening leading up to here. I'm just looking out the kitchen yeah, there. Stop. No, definitely. Well, while Stani was cooking crawfish and corn and putting all that together, I was brewing a pineapple wheat beer, which, you know, we don't have the pineapple in there just yet. That comes in about three days, but uh, it was a really neat, simple process, and, you know, we were just <coughs> gathered around together, drinking beers, brewing beer. Brewing food, cooking food. It was just a really neat time, really Eat, neat experience. Eating crawdads. Boy, yeah. <laughs> be in. And we're, mi- and, and we're missing you, Dane. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, I had a steak, so whatever. Take, take it as it is, but... Uh, uh, Happy Cinco de Mayo. Way to celebrate. Yeah. 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 A little carne. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I'm digging into my Texas Roadhouse steak. I'm like, wait a second. Uh, I should be drinking a Modelo. And eating a taco, but I'm not. That's okay. Texas is close enough to Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Don't Uh, think. We'll take it. So as we always do every single episode, uh, at least now <laughs> now that we're, we're doing our format, we, we drink first and we ask questions later. Um, essentially what we're doing is we have a lot of beers to cover this evening. We've got local beers as, in, as local as 20 miles away. We've got 
uh, less than that. We got yeah. beers uh, literally uh, 20, feet. 20 inches away, right, <laughs> that, that, that this gentleman over here brewed. So we've got a lot to cover. So it's going to be very beer-centric. We've got a, a very packed show. We're going to try and get through as much as we can. But the first and most important part of craft brews and geek news is, of course, the craft brews. And it doesn't get much craftier than the beer that, that we are going to talk about this evening. So to kick things off, and Dane, I don't know if you want to kick things off, but, but we have a lot to talk about here. Um, are you drinking anything this evening very special or unique, my friend? Uh, I am not drinking anything special or unique to the celebration of Cinco de Mayo. I am drinking the Highland Brewing Company Cold Mountain. That was probably the most uncomfortable beer review I've ever heard. <laughs> you were like, first off, you know what it is. Second off, I was like, I'm it's gonna, already been here. I'm gonna You've never tasted out. it, but you know about it just, already. Ooh, that flat line almost instantaneously. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, the Hindenburg has a lot to learn from your fucking beer review. Right. So what we're going to do, Dane, just because we have about a thousand beers to review, we're going to go through these very quickly. First off, Laos brought uh, one of the Magic Hat Winter Rollers in. It's a hoppy brown ale. I've had it before. It is, I will tell you right now, it's not my favorite. But you know what it's reminiscent of is a, um, is a cask ale, which we actually do have. So I would love to see it, don't you think? Mm-hmm. It's not as, as bourbon-y. It's not very, very, very yeah. um, potent, but it's, it's definitely got that... Extra kick, 6.2% alcohol, so it is still a little bit high up there. But um, what made you grab that besides the price point? <laughs> um, can I talk about the price point? You can. Okay, so the price point for this particular beer was uh, a shopping cart shuffled off to the side corner of an ABC Liquors where uh, there was just a sign taped casually to the front that said 99 cents, uh, just in general. And there were several other beers in there, which... Uh, they were all holiday beers that you can clearly tell weren't weren't sold over the holidays. Clearly, so, uh, you know, I figured it was it was worth a shot. You know, if the price was right, let's go ahead and uh, dive into it. Um, it was described on the bottle as a hoppy brown ale, um, which that's that's kind of right up my alley. So I figured to give it a shot. I actually haven't tasted it yet. Uh, so in my in my um, opinion, it tastes more like a winter warmer than anything else. Which is which is right up the same line. It's a it's a they're hoppy brown ales, so they're they're usually cask or there's some sort of um, fuller body brown or or something like that. I, I it's not my particular cup of tea. Christian Roberts I know loves these beers. Um, I just don't perform prefer them. So uh, that's just me. What do you think, Dane? Do you like winter warmers at all? No, not really. Yeah, not not my thing. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, so next, again, we're going to speed round these, so we're going very quick. If you have questions, please do um, use the hashtag uh, Brewmasters Club or hashtag Brewmasters Club Cast. Um, you can also reach all of us, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Um, Sneezing at, directly into the mic. At Brewmasters Club. <laughs> That's going to be cut out. Like, don't. It's going it. to be funny if you leave it in, though. All right. Now I have to. Because <laughs> if you reference it later, I know. Moving on. i riff on those bits. So... What we're about to try next is a beer that I brewed and I feel pretty pretty proud of. I think you'll smell a lot of citrus notes there as Diane takes a sniff. This is the IPA that I just recently brewed. I think the carbonation is going to be there. I did bottle it on Monday, so sometimes it takes a week or so before it gets really carbonated. But uh, definitely going to have a lot of different hop flavors. It's got three different types of hops and a lemon drop hop, which is going to be a really good finish on that. Nice and cloudy little... Uh, you know, orange tint to it, I think. Uh, I think that, that foam is, is probably on par. Set your, set your cup down. I didn't overpour it, exactly. So. No, yeah, it's good. No, I think it's, it's actually not bad. Now, when you Looking. dropped that lemon, was it an accident or was that... What do you mean you'd put lemon drop in it? So, well, yeah. No, no, the, the hop itself was mm. a lemon hop. So you should definitely pick up some notes mm. of that citrus. Yeah. You can smell it. It's very citrusy. What do you think, Dan? Mm. I like it. It does need a couple more days to fully come together, I think. But um, other than that, it's definitely got the hops to it. Actually, one of the hops has a 14.2 alpha acid level, which is really up there in the the scheme of things. The other one's got 12, and then the lemon drop one is more of a 4. I think it's it's pretty tasty. The only thing that I smell that's a little bit different about it, it's almost... um... Maybe just because it's not quite ready yet. It needs to age a little bit because it's, yeah. it's almost buttery still. I wanted to I get it ready banana. for the podcast, so I was uh, pushing it a little bit. I still have a couple at home that, that might uh, be better as the, as the week goes on. I would buy this. 
Honestly, I would. Yeah, this there is a, ban- it's like a banana. Lemon. I, I take yeah. this. Yeah. Take, yeah. Take, take this lemon. with a grain of salt, but I brewed this beer for for Laos because I know how much you love IPAs now. Oh yeah, and you, you share them quite frequently on the podcast. So I was like, you, I, I actually had you in mind <laughs> as I brewed. And I was like, if I can impress Laos, then that's all I care about. Yeah, this beer. I, I've already said so, I, I would buy this. It is a little beer. soft. It, it's got it's it's actually also got some uh, some flakes too, so it kind of blends the the malt better. And it's supposed to give a little bit of a better head, but I think maybe after a couple more days, yeah, swirl it around a little bit, but I think after a couple more days, I mean, the flavor's definitely there, it just needs that bite, that finished bite, Yeah, I think. This is quite tasty, though. I, I do like the progress. This it's is better fantastic. than the Spartan Kick, I'll give it that. Yeah. Oh, no, really you do like that, Bano. This is a better no, beer than the Spartan Kick. They're gunning for you. Whatever, man. Fucking kick the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> See, and then, you know, and it's funny that you would retort with a, a, an actual Spartan And this is the same, same recipe? <laughs> no, completely different. Okay. Yeah, completely different recipe so from the Spartan uh, Kick. Keep your chest free there. <laughs> Spartan Kick, we oh. used a lot of uh, uh, malt, pow- or powdered malt, if you will, and we threw that all in. This is actually all grain. I really like that. Yeah, that's, so that's, this, that's by far my favorite beer of yours. This awesome. is definitely my favorite of Thank yours. You. Okay. Yeah, man. So Delicious. should we go red or should we go pineapple? Um, if the pineapple is a coupe de gras, let's then I'm going to go red. red. Okay. And then we'll go pineapple. I think I, I think we're going to find the same situation with the red not being fully carbonated yet. But uh, at least the alcohol is there. Ooh, who snuck one of them actually? in here? That's no, a red. He, he, he I, fills up. Recycle. He's very oh. lazy on the rebottling. Hmm. Got so excited. Okay, okay, we've got some action here. Here, action. We got Dotson. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Dotson on the keyboard, so they can see. Now this, this is actually carbonating quite nicely, from from what I can tell. So that's that's a good sign. No one else gets to hold anything over my Mac except for me. (laughs) Yeah, pour you some more in there. So. In the meantime, why why this is pouring up? Give us give us the rundown on this this bad boy. So this one, what I did on the first red that I brewed, I had a caramel 120 breeze. I knocked this one down to an 80 because breeze. What is breeze? You gotta explain it. The, the, that's the certain. That's the specific malt. It's good for mostly darker uh, porter beers, but it gives off a nice red color. So if you're not using any black malts or anything like that to get that porter flavor, um, then it's a good red color. It should be a little malt forward. Hopefully blended nicely with the uh, the uh, flakes that I used here, um, but the the head at least is a lot better than it was on Tuesday night or Wednesday night when I drank this. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? I know. Let's try it. Cheers. Ooh, I already tried it. <laughs> I ruined everything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. A little more carbonation. Uh, still needs to. It's still a little buttery, but I think the flavor's there. <clears throat> it's browner than more amber is what I, what I get out of it. Yeah. It's, it's really um, sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweeter compared to, to other. But no, it's good. It's still very drinkable. Again, this is also better than the Spartan Cake. <laughs> oh, boy. Dane, you're, uh, you're not exactly batting a thousand there. It's not Dane. Dane didn't have anything to do with <laughs> nah, it. Nah, it's got his name all but over it. One thing Look, that I'm learning. You guys got to get kicked. <laughs> <laughs> in the chest. <laughs> So, I don't know. I still have. I have a Spartan kick right there. We can crack open. Do it. At this point, let's do the Spartan kick before we do the pineapple for sure. No, it's warm. Oh yeah, Osprey. I think what what I'm learning as I as I brew each beer though is is just try to make it a little bit better each time and try to make different tweaks and you know get different perspectives. I'm still looking for that beer that's like ah okay. Yeah, you know, I finally this made is the, it. This is the great it's, beer. It's it's getting there. That, your uh, IPA was was really good though. That was really good. That was delicious. I really enjoyed that. Awesome. At least it's getting that. I'm getting that bite out of this one that I didn't get that uh, the other day. This is good. That one wasn't my favorite, but but it's okay. It's good. It's a work in progress. Yep. Um, pineapple. <clears throat> and then we're gonna go on to designer beers, or do you want to save, or do you want to go rum? <laughs> well, so if we go there, uh, we're not coming back because the taste buds are gonna. Be okay, off. okay, 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 okay. There's also. It's not in the fridge. So this one, you gotta be a little careful. I want to get a very, I want to get a very clean really glass because nice. I really want to be pure on this. I'm most okay. So folks, folks, keep the score at home. I'm most excited about this beer because... It does foam quite well. It's okay. It looks like our, Ooh, our logo. Sorry, sorry. logo. That's gorgeous. Love it. Yeah, love it. That mm. is so pretty. It is pretty. Last I'm most excited about this because, I, as I've made it very clear, uh, call me uh, call me whatever you want, 
I love pineapple, and I love coconut, and I love IPAs, and I love wheat beers, and so... Well, this is the last of the batch, What so. I was trying to find was the perfect marriage of a pineapple beer that I could be proud mm. of. Smell that glass. Yeah. It smells like glass, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly <clears throat> glass. Well, this oh, uh, this Christ. is round one of what we just brewed tonight. So hopefully, round two Oops. stays consistent. <laughs> just thinking of big old snows in there. That that glass, that's perfect time for that glass. Stick right that old dongler in there. So we'll see. Just so you can give us a little peek, see. Ooh, it's very good. Looks good. Ooh, good bubbles. Yeah. Good head. Good good residual head too. I mean, it's just it's taking its time, which is what it should. Oh yeah. Mm, I'm giving it just Ooh. a second or two more. Ooh, describe it. Go ahead. Go. Ah! It has a bite. <laughs> it certainly has a bite. Is it strong? Is it sweet? Is it sour? What is it? Describe uh, besides bite. It does have a slight bit of sour to it, but it's very much so sweet. Is um, there alcohol? Is it? Is it overpowering? Is it seem like it's doesn't taste gravity? like any sort of like gasoline? Oh no, there's alcohol in there. Yeah. No, if it, you had one of those on an empty stomach, you'd be kicking. Really? I'm hoping it lives up to what Donnie's been anticipating. To be honest it, with you, honestly, it tastes like a triple because there's hints of banana. It in does. It. Yeah. Um, but. Like hints of that banana flavor, but uh, mm. it's a nice. We had it last week when we were on the beach. It was a nice, crisp, refreshing. It does have a little bit of a sour note too. I think that comes from the pineapple. Sour. It's yeah. sour, yeah, but not in a bad way. No, it's think. it's good because this. Um, I like it because I like the aroma it. is just so. Dan, just uh, just because you're you're tuning in at home, you know, it's um, imagine like a uh, imagine a pineapple flavored blue moon. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's sour to the point of where like a blue moon is sour, but it's not a full blown sour. You know what I mean? Sour beer, like they make like TBC makes a really good sour, but and my wife loves sours. Um, it's not a raspberry flavor. It's not a real strong lemon flavor. It's like um, it's really is pineapple. It's yeah. like the sour part of a pineapple mixed with um, like an, almost an IPA slash wheat. So it's got like if you can imagine a blue moon with a like a tint of pineapple. That's exactly what it tastes like. Yeah, it's definitely a, a, a different um, sort of flavor profile. It, it hits you in different ways because it's not something that yeah. I mean, it's never it's not something that I've had before. And there's still a ways to balance this out. It could be because when you pour, excuse me, gonna leave that in. It could be. <laughs> it could I mean, be. <laughs> here's here's the situation with this particular beer. This wasn't brewed with an extract. It was brewed with extra Satan. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. What it is, the reason why it's so foamy, the reason why it has all that punch is because I actually used half of a can of Dole's pineapple juice within one gallon of beer. So that's why it's so foamy, it's frothy. It maybe overtook some of the actual elements yeah. of, of the beer itself. I'm thinking about how you, yeah, how you do it. I don't know you if know. You, you use that much Dole's next time. Yeah, cut it down. I was afraid I wasn't using enough, to be honest with you. It, but... It, well, yeah, continue. No, I was just going to say, I think given that, it's it's really a different twist to a beer. It definitely is drinkable in, in many cases, but... Um, Go ahead, last one. Yeah. It, uh, it tastes like the uh, the Dole pineapple lady got into a food fight <laughs> with the Dose Keys guy. Dole Sikis? Yes, Dole Sikis! That's a perfect name! I think I think oh. what it is is that the because so so and correct me if I'm wrong but but Ryan when when he made this beer he basically uh, poured in about like you said the half a can a can but he did it three days after it was starting fermentation so after it, primary fermentation so yes. what it tastes like is that all the sugar from your pineapple juice has been eaten up and converted to alcohol which means it's probably pretty high did you measure well that was the thing it was hard to actually measure this one because. You the OG the is so much reading, different. Than, but then after you add the pineapple, yeah. it just kicks it through the roof. And that's where I think so we're getting sh- that sour yeah. sort of connotation to I, this. I think the sugars have so. been eaten up and converted to alcohol. And I think it's literally just leaving the sour, which is why Possibly. it's so sour. So I would I would do less pineapple next Less time. pineapple. Well, we do have cut less room yeah. on this batch. so Cut it in half and see if it does anything else. I think it, it may make it less sour. I might actually just wait till maybe seven days into this batch. Maybe give it like a full week so that it's not fermenting with... The pineapple as long. Fermentations, it might be done at that point, yeah. or near done. So well, I don't know. seven days usually is a, is a good turnaround time, but 
maybe I would I'll just do half as much pineapple. Days. Yeah, I would just do half as much. I would do the same timeline. Anyways, it, is it disappointing for what you were hoping for, or is no, it it's, okay? It's close to what it. I was okay. dreaming it was. Okay, it's good. not there yet, but it's very close. Well, that's why we keep trying because that's <laughs> it's not about perfection on the first round. That's right. That's the beauty of it. Holy shit! I really like it. Oh yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Loss. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Here. Oh, good work. Oh, thank you. Should we go? Should Might be go? little bits in there, but that's okay. All those bits are is just the whatever gets reactivated during the fermentation pro- or during the bottling phase because it's still creating that carbonation is just leftover. All right. That's, that's a lot of science. I'm going to say those are the chewy parts. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> he calls those the, the num-num the, bits. The chewy bits. Yep. <laughs> so no Uncle Louse wants to do your own. So first off, Ryan, this is the thank you, Ryan. First off, that was that was very good. Thank you guys. Good so job, you Master Brewmaster, right here. Hey, like awesome. uh, let's not give me the master title. Let's just say brewer. Yeah, yeah. Brewmaster's Brew Club, Brewmaster. Yeah. That's what we do. Wait till batch yeah, thirty. That's, that's where we're gonna be okay. in prime. All right. Prime very condition. Good. good job, Ryan. Yep. So we. This is what we talked about last week, and um, this is the spring release. So this beer right here. Was it's made by uh, Marker Forty Eight. It's a double IPA. It's a Dipa, and it's uh, a bottled, packaged, produced, uh, and brewed ten miles from Wikiwashi Springs, which is a, a natural Florida wonder, right? I mean, you've been there many times. Absolutely. You've been? Couple, oh, yep. Since I was a kid. Absolutely. So, this is bottle number two thirty-seven of three twenty-five. Wow. <laughs> it's really hard to see, uh, but essentially, it was released. On 427, so that is... Uh, 429, excuse me. That is just a few days ago, right? Yep. Today is Cinco de Mayo, of course. So this beer is literally six days old. Oh. Amazing. Amazing. Beautiful. If you've never had a beer that is that is less than a week old, um, besides what you make at besides home... Besides what we just But this one was in process. process. But this is yeah. a commercially <clears throat> brewed beer. So there's there's not that your beer is different, nope. I'm just saying. Nice. There are subtle differences. Um ABV of, of 10.9, 10.6, so it's a bit of, an, of a schnocker. Um, but this is the beer that we talked about last week uh, that essentially was was brewed, uh, of course, as a double IPA. And then it was aged for over three weeks, 50 feet underwater oh. in the springs. So our buddy ABC Gus talked yes. about this in great detail as I open this bad boy up um, get ready to pour. Um, ABC Gus told us a little bit about this. He said, you know, when you brew beer... And then you place it into an oak barrel like that, and and you hope to try and pull some of these flavors. There is a concern because at the lower temperatures, right, at at 74, 68, wherever it may be, at the center, at the bottom 50 feet underwater of the natural spring, it may not pull those flavors off the oak that you were hoping it would. So he said sometimes you get an adverse effect, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the beer is going to be bad. It just means that the beer will not pull those those flavors off that smoky you know oaky barrel as you expected it to so so I, I get that i totally understand that but what i told gus was that the reason that we found this beer so interesting is because it is is literally the epitome of what we're talking about for local craft beers and how they become a household name how yeah. they become how they, how they stay relevant how they stay you know top of mind and how they get shelf life because they can find a niche way yeah to to overcome being outnumbered because yeah. there's 5,300 breweries and I I brought this up to the to the um, the GM Cindy at Marker 48 and I said hey is it do you think you guys can attribute that to why you're so relevant and she said absolutely she said that's what we do we we do this and we do a number of other things but but go ahead oh, I'm looking for, I've been looking forward to trying this since we I've talked about this it for a hot <clears throat> minute all right <clears throat> cheers Dane we're cheersing to you yes. man I'm sorry cheers. this is to uh, spring release. Now, see, I don't like a lot of barrel-aged beers. Neither do I. But this, I think, because maybe what Gus was saying didn't take as a, a strong effect uh, as normal. Because it didn't. It didn't it's ex- an IPA, so you don't really get a lot of barrel-aged IPAs. That's for the darker beers, normally. Right. So maybe that was just the right delicate amount, or right delicate balance, was to make sure that it was in a barrel, it was aging underwater, so it didn't get all those flavors and make it overpowering yeah so i kind of like that now a side story there i spoke to uh a, a, per, a friend of mine whom uh you know their their father owns zephyr hills brewery and they said that being 50 feet underwater might have been the optimal 
you know, uh, kind of uh, aging, aging yeah, process yeah. because no air can get in. So maybe it was and just the temperature is right. The blend of everything coming together, like can't oversaturate the IPA, can't, you know, get the oxygen in there because that beer is fantastic. Well, the thing is too, and I'm sorry, <clears> I'll let you go. The thing is too, like they, it's, you're either trying for a cask ale or you're trying to, to, to age a beer, like, like you just said, like in the perfect environment, right? Yeah. And so like maybe that's what they were trying to do. Put it in in the best little hands they can, which is it, which is a cast, and then submerge it to to the best little environment. Right? Yeah, that could be the idea. Go ahead, Austin. All I was gonna say on this one is I've been looking forward to it for a hot minute, and cask, and you shall receive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is delicious. Quite oh, taste. Sometimes I wonder how he does it. Man. Sometimes I wonder why he does it. <laughs> Those are both the same answer, but other times. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing, it's really for anybody out there that's not a fan of you know having a barrel aged drink, uh, you know, or barrel aged beer. This is sort of the perfect blend. It's it's very light on the barrel, if you will. Uh, and, and, and at least that's my take because I don't feel like I would get sick of drinking this because after Hunapu Day, that kind of ruined me for barrel aged beers. But. Uh, yeah, it was it was aged in a bourbon barrel, but it doesn't it doesn't taste it doesn't overly. Taste I'm telling you the, the 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 unfortunate truth. Probably get stuff. <laughs> the unfortunate truth Ooh. is is people. that we have we also have uh. the the rum aged one, which is that one's muy caliente. <laughs> that one's probably gonna mind. knock us on our asses. So <laughs> so we'll see. I think your wife is here. <laughs> oh, over come on in. Room. Perfect. Here, try this beer. Slide over to the There you go. Hi, Ash. Oh, hi. Oh, hello. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Try that beer. Ashley's here. Ashley's on the cast. Ashley. I got you. Look. Is that yours? No, I wish. I say, wow, you really got this down pat. I do. Hi, I'd be opening a brewery tomorrow. Hi, is it okay? Would you like to borrow my hat? I feel like you're a fan of hats. I'm totally down for the hat. Okay. Sweet. It's pretty sweet. It All is right. sweet. You're thinking of mine? Yep. Sweet. How's that going, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> we were just trying the spring release. Yeah, that's it delicious. It is so good. Yeah, you Ooh. can have some mine too if you want. Um, all right, so I just had a couple of talking points here just because the, the folks at Market 48 gave us such a, a great uh, time. So uh, essentially what they're doing is they have... It looks like Ashley's drinking am I supposed a beer. To, am I supposed like to talk about this? giant beer. Can I talk about this? She looks like she's drinking face. like a huge <laughs> beer. Take it to the face. <laughs> so, so essentially what I wanted to talk about, what they, what they said is, is really important. Now, the thing is, again, it's a, it's, it's a fun way to be different from yeah, a regular brewery. Absolutely. They have a passport program. So essentially... What it was first year was a hundred bucks. This year it's seventy bucks. And what you do is oh, every nice. you buy it for for the first of the year, so January you you buy this, or you can buy it now in June or July or wherever it may be, and um, you get a they do a small batch beer every week, and so you basically show your passport, and every week that you come to the brewery, you get a small batch beer for free, huh. and so you get to try everything, and if you can get. 10 to 25 so that you get prizes so oh. at least the prizes and it's a, it's a great value you go 70 bucks for a passport of beers it's fantastic even if you buy it now in May it's still a good deal um, at the end of the year if you if you can get I think majority so it's 48 stamps you actually get a 20 ounce beer glass that you keep in the brewery and then every oh. fill you have is regular price but you get 20 ounces so nice. that's cool so there's other prizes too so like it's like a door prize basically if you get 10 to 25 stamps you're qualified to win a hundred dollar gift card. Nice, pretty sweet. Um, you get a passport. You could um, twenty five dollar food vouchers. Uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of crap that you can get. If you get twenty six to thirty five stamps, you can get all that stuff. Plus, you can actually get a chance to brew a beer with their Ooh. brewers, which is very cool. That's cool. Yeah, you would love that because yeah. you would just yeah. sit there <laughs> asking questions all day. And right now, yeah, it'd be great. Also, oh, that's what can you be. drink whilst you brew? That would be a question. You absolutely I had. can. So thirty six to forty eight stamps, and you get a one night stay um, on a private island with these guys, Ooh. and you get that to do a guided fishing trip, which is really cool. Oh, nice. So, so I highly suggest. I mean, for seventy bucks, it's a pretty good deal. You can you can go out there and just really enjoy yourself. They're they're about five miles away from Wikiwachi Springs, um, thirty miles here from Land Lakes, forty miles maybe from Tampa. So definitely suggest checking them out. I love these guys. Cindy at the bar was great, and um, and I highly suggest this beer is amazing. Oh. It's so they tasty. Had, they had quite a few. It's a double IPA too. I mean, yeah. it's really strong. So you know, that's the thing. So like even though you're still getting the hot flavor, I know we're we're still talking about it, but 
um, the the barrel age process really tones it down too. No, you know, uh, there's only I, a hint of it. like barrel in that. Though. There really yeah, is, but there's very, it's, yeah, very it's small. still like, very. I mean, it's a it's a fantastic beer. Yeah. And it comes in at what ten percent, something like that. Ten. Uh-huh. I think it's almost eleven. It's like Oof. ten and a half. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I was going to say, um, you know, with a with a beer passport, if you get into trouble, uh, Jason Bourne style, at another brewery, they can extradite you to your own home brewery. Uh, I, feel, I feel like it's part of it. Um, probably probably not by helicopter, but, you know, that's also probably not part of it. That's not part of it. Me too. That's the end of Life Guardy Beach theme. Okay. Yeah, the whole Jason Bourne thing. Didn't work so out. keep things to keep things moving along because we are about <laughs> halfway. Jason Bourne. <laughs> we are literally halfway through, so oh we got to keep things moving. Yes. Yep. We have plenty more beers, so we're gonna For keep real? we're gonna keep pouring the beers. Yep. Yeah, and we'll um we'll get you some are you glasses. You share with the smaller <laughs> ones. <laughs> and I just got here. Oh, I know. So <laughs> so to keep things moving along, what we're gonna do is keep moving on the stories. Since this is a full blown actual cast that we're gonna. Tonight, not just a not just a one-off. Um, essentially, I've got some things that I thought like you would probably like to talk about. Maybe you too. I don't know. But the, the first story that we I have here is essentially um, there was a Southern food or Southern wine making and brewing. You've been to the store yeah, before on Florida Ave. Yeah, great so, store. So they had this news story that, of course, like Action News, you know, brought out, which was so crazy or whatever. But there were kids that were smashing rocks and throwing things in the parking lot. Did you see it on Facebook? You may or may not have. Um, So they were forced to put up rules in their brewery to keep children from (laughs) acting out like crazy. Uh. And this made made local news, which I think is straight up embarrassing. (laughs) Yep. Um, but here are was the rules. Was there nothing else good to talk about? Here, here are the, so here's the, the basically the, the outline of the story. Owners at a local brewery said they were forced to post rules regarding kids' behaviors and after children have repeatedly run around unsupervised, destroying property. Oh. Um, they had to post the following rules. No running, no yelling, no screaming, no throwing rocks or other objects, no tampering with a fire pit or damaging other property. So no, no fun. fun? No fun. So no fun for the little kids. But like, honestly, it's a brewery. Yeah. It's a freaking brewery. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is there anything wrong with that? No. Okay. Why was this well, news? I mean, I mean, we went to that uh, Crooked Thumb a couple weeks ago, and there were kids everywhere. It was uh, some event that they had on the 15th, and they were running, screaming. There was bounce houses and bubbles and, like, all these other different things. It was well, a like, great time. Well, okay, well, this and, is what I think, <clears throat> if I can have an opinion. I absolutely. think, like, for breweries, there's a certain time and a place. If you're having a kid event, different story. Well, but if you're true, running business true. hours, you obviously aren't going to want kids... You know what I mean? Effing around. But I mean, in what were they vandalizing? I mean, like, that, I mean like this video. They, oh, well, they, like, literally scra- they took rocks terrible. and scratched the palm trees and sure. just like messed them up. Parents, they, they just trying to write children. their name. They weren't. Like, you can see video. Like, it's. <laughs> yeah, it's not how stable Paul well, How, how young were these kids, I guess? Is, small. They were small. Uh, they were far maybe? too small. Yeah, sure. they're all. They children. were under seven. So then they, they should say. Uh, parents must chaperone their kids at all times or something like that. No I mean, that would have been like... Yeah. The reason well, that, I mean, how are you going to keep a four-year-old kid from running? Ours runs all the time. Yeah, but yeah. it's okay, the difference between running and being a dick. True. There's a huge well, that's difference. True. That's true. Just no one saying. likes a dick. They <laughs> give the kids some food. Oh, yeah. no, I mean, I don't condone giving them a beer, but no. just, it's probably a bad idea. Terrible children. Yeah, let's get kids hammered. <laughs> No, it's not working. No, no. I, I get it. No, there's got to be rules. not in green. No, <laughs> green. no. no I said, no, I, I even said, no. I clarified that. Don't condone. But I mean, uh, it's just. The, yeah. I mean, that's that certain area is. I mean, it's close to houses. Well, it's, it's, I get it. It's ridiculous that it makes news that you have to yell at kids for. Uh, yeah. For, if, if negligent parents are going to go to breweries, then, you know, <laughs> guess what? Like, stop going to breweries. Yeah, with your children. Maybe get a Fill a growler yes. and take it home. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't condone or, unless you brew your own. Or no. bring a Nintendo Switch. Oh, 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 and then you can condone? Don't well, condone. Well, that's up to you. Uh, I, do. <laughs> I don't bring my own. Or br- have them bring their Nintendo Switch and keep them occupied. There you go. Oof. Was Wi-Fi provided? Maybe that was why they all ran all over the place. Wi-Fi is provided at their place. There you go. Huge fan of Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is a really good beer. It's, I right. can only it's hope that knowledge. I brew a beer like this one day. Not not the same, just a nice. You gotta like, buy the spring beer. first. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was. I was gonna sneak in at night and just throw just sink a tank. Remember, mate? She was like, what the "Fuck it!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just put it right in the middle and just rag as ale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says it on the That's side. That's the name of the next beer, Rag as ale. It should be rag as rye. Yum yum. 
That means I have to do a ride beer. Well, I don't know. You heard it here, You folks. figured it out, Bill Nye. <laughs> Bill Rye. Bill Rye. Oh, Jesus Ooh. Christ. Bill Rye, the brewer guy. I'll try and edit that out. I'm in your corner. I'll try. <laughs> I preach. All right, so... It's actually we share this corner. There's four of us. So, so the, the next piece of news that we go into, since we're, we're, we're transitioning out of, the, out of the beer section next to now we're going to keep pouring oh. beers for everybody here, but um, we are going to Might go into the bro, next section, okay. which is essentially the local, uh, local news, and of course, like our sponsor that we always have. Which, which uh, at the current moment is the Temple Terrace Craft Brew Fest. Um, yep. Big fans of Temple Terrace Craft Brew Fest. Ryan will be there. I will be there. Ashley will be there. Uh, a couple of our friends and family and close loved ones will be there. I'm going to be signing autographs. Bunch of, so. No, you won't. Nope. A bunch of supporters nope. from the Breakfast <laughs> Club will also be there. We, we may, we'll have a microphone. We're going to do some live coverage from there as well. So please um, visit templeterracebrewfest.com. To, uh, to learn more about what you can do, first off, if you live in Tampa or your local semi or anything like that at all, it's a lovely charity. They do a lot of great work, um, and this is just a great way to not only give back to the community and to fund an organization like Rotary Club, but you get to drink beer. Yeah. And a shitload of it. Yes, you yeah. do. <laughs> a lot. Yes, you do. Uh, tons of breweries out there, and it's going to be a fantastic time, and we're going to be out there pouring and helping yep. people out and teaching people about the craft beer community. About beer, yep. So, so tickets are $32 from now until Friday, I believe. Okay. So get them. You have till, till maybe like Thursday midnight. I don't know. Um, but if you buy them before then, they are definitely $32, and that will get you into the brew fest, and that is a good goddamn deal. If yeah. you want to bring a driver, that's great. 20 bucks, They can come, drink soda for free, hot dogs, all sorts of food. There it's great. Um, come on out there. So support local charity, drink good local beer, and um, and and you know have fun. And bring a friend that's maybe never had a craft beer. Yeah. Show them something that's new. A great idea. Show them something new. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so moving on. Now this is the segment of the show. We are uh, we probably about 18 minutes to fly through this just so we can keep this under an hour. And um, we're basically going to talk about some some geeky news here. So I had a bunch of notes on here. First off. Let's go ahead and move right on to May the 4th with you because we missed that yesterday. We did miss that yesterday. Yeah. Well, these, these, this we was... didn't miss it. We rescheduled. I don't... We celebrated. Yeah. I don't celebrate that. You don't celebrate that? No. Why would I? What? I'm, I'm a supporter of the, uh, the Grand <laughs> Republic. I mean, <laughs> the Galactic Empire. So I mean, Lost doesn't support yeah, Is that what you're saying? The, the rebels? Yeah. No. Okay. No, there's no rebellion. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Well, I support the rebellion, um, and I did so so much for May the Fourth be with you that we actually launched the T-shirt line. So visit sh- visit shop brewmasters.club check out our t-shirts we got a bunch of ladies shirts a bunch of men's shirts Sweet. some of them are fun out there they're they're different shit we got a whole bunch of different how can we get involved styles. with that Donnie? um well you can just simply go to shop.brewmasters.club nice. and you can find the uh, the shop cool. there so check it out it's a lot of fun um besides that speaking of space did anyone else hear that nasa's new plan to go to mars has been approved no Ooh, wait i thought that was already approved yeah, this is the one with the no return trip no. Oh. Well, so 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 no, no, basically, that's Alien Covenant. Because I thought the No that's Return Trip was next year. I different, really do. Different movie. So so essentially, so essentially, there's there's two big stories here. In uh, let's see, the last week of uh, of April, Trump approved a NASA budget that was going to be about, to the tune of 19.1 billion, which is about 0.2 billion less than what they had last year, which is fine. It's still point. Five percent, so half of eight percent of the national budget, which is all NASA needs to operate and keep 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 innovating. Jump change, right? Trump change. I like what you said. Oof. <laughs> Come on, man. You, they you said uh, Trump change, but yeah. uh... I'm making your jokes now. Oh yeah, yeah. You <laughs> pay you as a writer. Just hang your head. Just, yeah. just I'll pay my head. <laughs> How about my hat that I'm clearly wearing? Just you're done. Oh, no. yeah. So essentially, um, a week later, NASA responded and they said, "Hey, hey, thanks for the budget. We really appreciate it. We've we've got a plan." Which they've had in, in the works for a while. Sure. It's essentially in three different phases, and I've got a nice little infograph here that we yeah. we can go through as a group and not show Laos. Um, essentially, <laughs> three stages again. So there's Earth, res- like Earth reliant. So they need Earth. So basically, what they're going to do yeah. is, and this is now to the mid 2020s, they're going to throw some some science folks up in the atmosphere there, let them uh, uh, kind of feel around and do some. Like they just throw some, them up there. Yeah. Like they're just like, eh, come on. You might oh, float. Hold God. your breath. Do one. Give me the old. Uh... <laughs> oh God! <laughs> That's what you were fishing for. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. There's a guy. Oh, hey, bud. God. That's 
horrible. Essentially, what they're trying to do is they're fishing for commercial development in low Earth orbit. So that's great. And Good they're also too. Yep, and they're also um, you know developing new new systems to get humans into to deep space. So the next phase, right, 2018, 2030, is they're trying to get um, regularly crewed missions into the Martian of the, let's see, the moon. They call it the celestial, I think, celestial space. Is that the dark side? Or? Yeah, it's basically the orbit of the moon. Okay. So, like, we have an orbit of, we have this international space station goes around the Earth, right? We're trying to put a different space station around the orbit of the moon. And what oh. that will be is a refueling station and the jumping off point for the Earth independent phase, oh, the, the phase three of this Mars mission. So essentially, between now, stopping in 2018, and then moving all the way to 2030, we will, we will be moving into um, the, the proving ground stage where we've got to do basically all the dirty work. So we've got to get, you know, we're going to send a man into the into deep space, which is basically the other side of the moon for a year or so and see if this guy doesn't go crazy. Yeah. Um, there's a good deal of psychology that's, that's brought into this. There's a good deal of technology and learning how we can survive as a human person out in space that far, that far away for that long because that's what's going to take for someone to get from Earth to Mars. Sounds terrifying. It so, is terrifying, but there is a certain person out there. They've already been born now that will go to Mars. I'm oh, telling you guys sure. right now. It could be your kid. Like it I'm not. Be. I'm not lying. Like it's. It, yeah. They're in the right age. It's a little far from home for. No, yeah, that's up to you, there, Papa. <laughs> oh. But go ahead, Lossman. Well, all I was gonna say is basically what we're doing Just here, now. or what they're doing here, is they're gonna turn the moon into a Wawa. And, <laughs> nope. Well, it's kind of it. it. It's like, going to be a refueling station. So it will only see. be a Wawa if they can refuel for free. Well, and if they can get, they'll have little know, creamers and like their tires, little <laughs> like bogies. No, that's not. That's not at all. That's kind of what. Are they going to have a cappuccino no. machine on this Wawa? I'm going to call it a Mama. Nope, that's not. That's wrong. Hashtag Mama. That's all wrong. Can't write it. That's all wrong. Um, anyways, it's very Game exciting. Agrees. It is terrifying and exciting at the same it's time. It's very exciting. You know, as long as everything still focuses on making our Earth a better place. And, and yeah, then... I kind of don't want to raise my children new... on Mars. I kind of like Earth. Yeah. We get a new one. I mean, at that point, they'll but be raising why? themselves. why? We have Earth. Earth. Fix no, it. No, we got Mars, too. You guys didn't read <laughs> Well, I, I think it wasn't Elon Musk going to be, like, doing this whole, like... Uh, biodome thing where you rebuild Mars and it creates a biodome and you well, eventually you could turn it into an Earth 2 or something yeah like well, well he, we he's got that, well but... he's got he's got an idea to terraform Mars which is, right. which is certainly an idea I think we shared that like on episode 17, 18, yep. 19 yep. or something like that yeah there, there's definitely an idea Elon Musk is actually the second piece of the news here that we can talk about oh, oh, I feel like you called him Elon Musk I did and yeah. is that like a, some sort of <laughs> Cuba <laughs> <laughs> is that what's going on here? He's like, like, like Mars? He's like it's a little Tesla door. Mars. Yeah. It's like, it's a little electric power he, door. Yeah, and he's just he's just trying to get by, and then Mars came by, and they took him back, which is of course why wow. we're so upset. Uh, wow. I have a hard I'm time pronouncing his name. And so. just pick one at this point. Oh, that was Ooh, no, please do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, um. So, so okay. So so it's funny that you brought up uh, Mr. Ilian Musk. Ilian Mars. Ilian Musk. Because the other the other piece of news oh, we had, Elian Gonzalez, right? Oh, yeah. now you got it! Wow, yeah, hey, oh, you thought it was '93, '98? I don't know what the we fuck. were alive oh, then. Yeah. The kid was we saw that happen. Door for ten years. Anyways, um, <laughs> the last little piece, and we'll do this in five minutes here, just to just to go fast. But but Elon Musk does have a new plan. Instead of paddling across um, the Tampa Bay, he wants to actually go underground to mm. to solve our traffic problem. So people say, hey, flying cars, flying cars, why don't we have flying cars? Well, because we would have very busy flying car traffic very soon. Air traffic, same way. Why not go under? Well, the reason why is because it's so expensive to bore down below, you know, underneath ground and to dig and to, to, to make... So to make an expansion for the subway, and this was proven out in, in, I think it was New York City or Chicago, basically, they went two miles to, to expand a subway tunnel, and it cost them $2 billion. Expensive as shit, right? Oh. Now, so what? Yeah. What he says is that his little, um, his little uh, system that he he has figured out, or that he is is banking on, is that they can actually go uh, by a factor of like a thousand. So imagine if you spent two billion dollars for two miles. If you can subtract that by a thousand, that's actually pretty good economics. He's talking to the tune of like two hundred thousand dollars is where he, wow. he thinks that he can get. For two miles or whatever, so a hundred thousand dollars a mile, which makes it a whole lot more 
um, effective in terms of like why you're actually trying to bore and then where you're trying to go. So if we can get it to that point, it may actually be cost effective. And if that's the case, then you can do things like this. And I've seen this video a hundred times. So what I'm what I'm doing is I'm pulling really? the video now for Ryan. Actually, now Why it's actually right? a, a Baywatch uh, commercial, <laughs> which is fucked up. I support this. This is all silly. I've been but saying this, this for years. Check this out. So Dane, really? pull, pull up the link there. So basically, your Tesla is driving on the road, right? And then and all of a sudden, pops there is a what? slot where the cars come nice. up and go down underground. What? And if you have not seen this before, it's amazing. And essentially, your car will literally drive itself. So your car is doing this by itself, by the way. Right, because it's a Tesla. Because it's a Tesla. So the autopilot kicks in. It moves over to a spot in the road. The, the, the piece, like, like wow, just the piece goes just down. Going. And then you stay on a ski, and you hop in line here. And these cars are going over 200 miles an hour at this point. So you're now, you're now in your car, not driving, not using gas, not using electricity, but sitting on a sled and going 124 miles an hour. But Look the way, at that. And, and he thinks that we can go 30, 30 levels down under the ground. What? Do you have to be sober to be on this? No. No. Look, they even have pods. It's auto drive. I know it's pods. drive on it. Yeah, so point. that's a, that's a customized that vehicle. That was a pod back that, well, that's, that's a mass transit vehicle. A so mass you, transit. So like you could actually like put mass transit vehicles in, and now you don't have to drive your own car. Uh, I mean, that's I, I, that's a bomb. really neat concept. That's it's a beautiful cool. idea. Yeah. So, so what he has to do yeah. is to figure out, just like he what did with batteries, mind. with batteries in Tesla, is that the reason he said that Teslas can be so affordable for everybody is because I will make the biggest battery manufacturing facility I can. And he did. The mega factory makes the most amount of batteries as cheap as possible for the longest longevity of batteries. That's why they have a $35,000 Tesla coming out. This, this fall, it is coming out. Cool. So, so this is an example of saying like, it, it's possible, right? If he can, if he can reduce costs from a battery like that that he did, to, to get to a point of, of making a one hundred thousand dollar vehicle thirty five thousand dollars, that's a huge, that's a huge savings in in, in costs. That's so, really neat. So it's very neat, but that's that's just the kind of guy he is. So it's exciting to follow him and what he does and in the, the the thought process he had. But dang, did you did you see that? Um, you know, on and the, I mean, I need these sort of notes, but you have a different perspective because you're you're on a different sector than than the public sector. So, like, is there thoughts? Is there rumblings? Is there an idea that you guys have that's different from from what we just we just kind of reveled in over here? I mean, so we all have to buy a freaking Tesla. Is that is that what we're saying? Yep, you gotta buy one. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> well, the beauty is the underground tunnels would work with a non-Tesla as well. Any car could drive up on that, that, right. that ski and go down and go. It'd be like the world's most expensive toll booth. Exactly. Like you, you literally so plug said, in and go, ah, shit, so they, 10 bucks. And so, you, you, yeah. you wind up in Spain. And you'd be like, well, this is kind of worth it. So they said, they said how are you going to pay for it? And he said it'd be, it would be a toll road. Yeah. So, so okay. yes, like that would deter some people because it would probably be like... 15 bucks to get from downtown to midtown or whatever you know right i mean it probably that's logical yeah. to do that yeah. but then again that also keeps that traffic low right and it forces you to either pay mass transit or drive your own fucking car and get slightly traffic yeah, yeah. so huh that's really neat i'm a huge proponent of making it economical to the point of where if you don't have the disposable income don't do it because there are plenty of people, especially in New York City yeah. or Chicago, that will that will pay for that. So, oh for sure, it's a it's a technological mar- marvel, I think. But, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Cool. All right. So, Dane, um, I'm sorry that we didn't mean to leave you hanging out there, but you know you were, you know. No, I was listening. Yeah, good. Good stuff. Good. Well, um, anything else, my friend? Any any other news? Anything you want to talk about before um, we sign off? We got a couple more beers. Yeah. <laughs> so, well? Yes. <coughs> Sweet. We're not doing that whole thing, but uh oh, we want to rip the knob off so get after it. <laughs> That's my Do boy. Right what is this one, Johnny? Uh, so this is I didn't dress up like the Frito Bandito for nothing. Do you smell it? Look how like you understand the Frito Bandito that is. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Let's go ahead and like me on Well, I mean, look, it's uh, it's coming. Yeah, it's oh, coming. No, I, know, so. I see it. Uh, it's a cascale. Uh, oh. Well, that's okay, <laughs> but it's very very strong in the uh Ooh. Whiskey, bourbon, pile yeah. of things. Right, guys, like this now. <laughs> oh, make you feel something. Yeah, we're oh, supposed yeah. to go out after this. And I It'll make you feel I, I feelings. Won't be drinking, I'm only going to have a sip of this for the taste of drinking crap beer. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of Marker 48. Plus, I get to see them tomorrow night at uh, Tampa Bay's 
uh, brewing company's badass beer oh. fest. I got the tickets. I've uh, never seen such a thing. I've never smelt such a thing. Ooh, but it is cask. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Oh, wow. It's, you know, it smells like a rum and coke. You guys are all a bunch of bitches because it tastes a lot better than it smells. It's the smell that's turning me off. So it's so this is a uh, this is a, it tastes like a rum and coke. It tastes yeah, like a rum and coke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It smells like oh, rum and coke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is up your alley. Like, he's coke. even biting yeah. his finger now. He's like, oh, really? This is amazing. <laughs> so this is again. This is the next flight out. This is the crowler we got from um, from Marker Forty Eight. It is actually it's very rummish. It's very rummish. Yeah. It is yeah. an imperial ale that um that is a, it's imperial spiced ale. Excuse me. Oh, so that, it's a rum barrel. That was aged in a rum barrel. Yeah. Oh. So it's it's very rummy, um, but it's very good. I apologize for saying whiskey bourbon. My my yeah. nose is all. Well, when you smell it, it, when you so. smell it, it smells straight up like booze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very oh, it's very easy. for sure. For sure. Ooh. Or is it very booey? But when you oh, when you actually drink it, fuck. <laughs> just get that shit out of here. The more you yeah. taste it. I'm learning from the master. Over there. I really I'm am. Just this it literally does. It, it does taste very much like a Roman Coke. Yeah, this, yeah. Is weirdest, yeah. this is the weirdest. This is the weirdest beer. This is the weirdest beer I've ever had. I tasted Roman Coke and how did you put it on ice too? Well, that's a compliment to me then, because I thought my beer was the weirdest. Oh, weird doesn't always mean bad. That's true. I'm just saying, like, I don't think. No, I don't think it's bad. So, like, at it's all. A, like in terms of cask oh, yeah. ales that you've ever tried, this is probably one of your favorites. Because Actually, it yeah, you are. Right. I'm like, it doesn't, you are correct. It doesn't very, taste like a bourbon barrel. It's very rummy. Well, yeah, it doesn't taste like somebody accidentally dropped a beer in a, <laughs> in a whiskey <laughs> cask. Agreed. Like Agreed. It, this yeah. actually tastes like it. It tastes like no, the other way around. It tastes like someone drinks, dropped a yeah, whiskey in a beer. Take, take a big gulp out of it. Take a big gulp out of it because when you taste like that, <laughs> sure. don't eat twice. No, it's smooth. It's how you want a rum and coke to, to be blended together. I wish rum and coke tastes like this. That's true. Because <laughs> it's way less sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's way less like it's a coke. Yummy. It's more like a beer. Now, I would like to point out and that it's cask, but just even better. The yeah. carbonation almost actually that's like because compensates. It's couch. Yeah, it, com- it, com- it pulls it you right back on target. It just it gives you that note of, uh, <laughs> of like, hey, this way. is actually something that could make, that could be drank oh, pretty regularly, you know, like pretty easily. What's the percentage on that? Ten and a half. <laughs> hey. There you go, man. And it's a crowler. Can you define that? It's a can. It's a can. Can the three so of us define it the same fucking time? That'd be great. I'm you know really what's funny is that. we were we were at Mad Beach and they also had the name Crowler on their on their thing and I was like, oh, wait, yeah. a Crowler and now I really it's a can and a Crowler. So well, can you say big ass can? Well, I told you so. I, I, just just in honor just in honor of Market Forty Eight just because they they did such a good job. They and did such a good yeah. customer they really service. Did. What she did is um the Cindy the the GM was was there hanging out with me and she said um she you know they got busy and they walked away and so. We had left the bar, and um, there was a patron there that I was talking to that actually lives near us. So I, I walked over and said, "Hey, man, here's a koozie from us," and and I gave it to him. And she grabbed me and she goes, "Hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm I'm sorry I got busy. Can I get you something?" I was like, "No, no, no I'm good. I'm good." She's like, "No, you wanted to try something. Just tell me what it was." And I'm like, "Okay, like, no, I don't I don't need to. I'm fine." She goes, "No, let me get you a crowler, whatever you want." I was like, "Crowler?" I was like, <laughs> "I was like, all right." I was like, "Well, that that rum aged spice ale sound pretty good." And she's like, "All right, fine." So she just, she cracked she cracked it open. Two minutes later. I had this beautiful crowler. Uh, she wrote it on there. So, um, big, big shout out to Market Forty Eight and yes. uh, and the leadership there. Yes. Um, brewing Florida inspired beers. I mean that those those few words right there sum up the spring release. This beer here, the personality of the brewery, all of it. It's just great. So, um, big proponent of them. And if you get a chance to to get out there, um, try them out. I want to go. Ah. We're going so now from, we go. from where you're sitting right now. Thirty-two minutes. Sweet. Just go north. That's all. Right. Well, yeah, we're so going because yeah. this is delicious. Yeah. And so was the. We're gonna drop the kids off at yeah. grandma's and head okay. on out. Do not mix them up. Do not no. mix that up. Oh no! <laughs> Don't no. drop the kids off at a brewery and show up at grandma's. <laughs> <laughs> the worst idea I've ever had. That's very good. Very good. Guess that, man. 
Leave them to scratch right. their names into the glass. So why 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 we all still have our sanity and before we get totally wasted, guys, um, mm. thank you so much for, for tuning in tonight. This has been a very unique episode. Spook Hill. Ashley, thank you. Mm. Jesus Christ, you I want know to do it. more? Well, we have to. We oh. have to bring it What's out of the bag. Right, we gotta right. give a little more love to some Florida craft beer. Fine, especially fine. Right. Louse's beer. <sighs> no, this is Louse's pour. Oh, All right. Thank you. All right. I'm sorry. You have to uh, ladies really and gentlemen, this just in. Oof. So glad you picked <laughs> that. Uh, that's bomb. I can't forget so about this beer. This just in. Before we, we depart tonight, uh, Jesus Christ, we're going to do one more. This is yes. an homage uh, to a, a trip that me and Donnie took together what? to Spook Hill, which a lot of people will say the <laughs> <laughs> um, but a lot of other people will be like, yeah, that's, that's a thing. That's all. Yeah, um, what is Spook Hill? Tell so, us. Tell us. Spook, Spook Hill is actually, I believe. Just Google it. <laughs> Google that. Google it. Quick Spook pause. Google some YouTube and videos. Don't pause. Back. Nope. And we're back, and you learned everything about Spook Hill. <laughs> <laughs> this is time traveling at its best. Come on, guys. You'll see a link below yeah. in the description. Yeah. So, in any event, um, so I had to get this. This is from Red Cypress Brewery. Um, so, the Spook Hill, um, actually talking about the Spook Hill itself, not not the actual beer that I'm pouring. Uh, or the actual spooks. Oh, Kidoki, a lot of directions we can take on this one. We're not going to take a it single has a really one. nice color. We're not going to take a single direction that nope. has been suggested as of yet. However, um, the spirit is so very sad. I just want to taste this beer and feel like I'm moving forward, even though I'm in neutral. Interesting. I just want to hear about this beer. Yeah, so, so please, yeah. can you just give some backstory? So, yeah, so the yes, Spook Hill Spook is Hill. actually, it's a, it's a folklore phenomena, mm. if you will, uh, here in the state of Florida. In any event, uh, Spook Hill is an actual, it's a natural phenomenon. He's, he's going to keep eating it while I'm wearing it. But uh, it's a natural phenomenon here in Florida where it's, my understanding and what I've Googled is uh, it is a, a sort of an oh, area of, of a township where it's, it's at an, an, a, an odd angle and it seems that when you, it seems everything's level, but it's also at an angle at the same time. Uh, I know it's a very confusing so, way to explain it. Have you it. ever been? Yes, we've been. Good. I, we've yeah. taken a can of soup. Yeah, we took a can of soup. Me yeah, we, and Donna. Okay, we rolled down and a can of soup. We've taken okay. a can of soup Sponsored. and we put and it on podcast. the top of the hill and it rolled up the uh, hill. Up the hill. Yeah. Which is yes. very bizarre. That's why they call it Spook Hill. Correct. I, I've done it myself, but I did it in a car and we put the car in neutral, neutral. and we went And then you put the soup hill. can behind the car. Right. And Campbell's. <laughs> so you're smashing SpaghettiOs in the street. <laughs> and and everyone's going and everywhere. Everyone's just freaking out. And, and you're that's like, it's fine. It's, that's what makes it spooky. Yeah. Yeah. I, we've all done it. We've all done it. It's fine. You're not supposed to go uphill when you're in neutral or not even moving You're forward. not supposed that's to use SpaghettiOs. This is a trick. That's the crazy go. phenomenon. Oh, it's Don't very cool. use SpaghettiOs. Oh, well, um, it's like outside the high school of like Winter Haven. It's really weird. It's a real deep. Uh, it's a it's very weird. real deep. Uh, Talking by the camp. It's out in uh, Lakeland, right? No, Winter Haven. Uh, Winter, Winter Haven. Winter Haven. Winter Haven. Ish. Ish. By Bach Tower. God bless you. Yes. Um, so moving on. <laughs> moving on up. Red Cypress Brewery. Uh, fantastic spook. <laughs> um, hill ale. I guess is it. So what we've addressed this evening, on. what would you address this evening? Some really solid Florida um, ties. So essentially, like this is just one that 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 gives you another little insight as to what uh, the beer situation is in Florida. And the Red Cypress Brewery seems to just get this Spook Hill thing down because it really is a phenomenon. So if you are able to to get out there and try it out, um, it literally is is something very weird. I mean, it's it's like yeah. um, the Loch Ness monster or yes. Sasquatch. If it's I will, like something that shouldn't be Only if you can catch them. If you can't yeah. catch them, there's nothing like that. Yeah, but, it's not like that at all. Don't, but this don't is, even drink that. It is weird, and I encourage every <laughs> single one of you guys to to Google it and then to hashtag Brewmasters Club Cast and let us know what you think because the Spook Hill, which is weird as it sounds, it, it literally does. It, it makes, the, when you're there at the spot, which is a sign by the side of the high school, or whatever the hell it is, like, like your car goes uphill. While you're sitting in it in neutral and it's bizarre looking, like Damn. clearly it's very easy to explain, but it looks very bizarre. Yes. So 
Absolutely. So I would encourage everybody to uh, to go check it out it's if you're in spooky. the area. Yeah, it's it's spooky. It's quite spooky. I would encourage. Maybe th- they right. probably got a cool Halloween thing going on. Oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be a great place to have a Just beer fest. Hands on the can. Sponsored by Spook Hill Halloween Fest. Yeah, it is a cool hand. It is a cool hand. The colors, that red, the the tree is absolutely wonderful. The cypress is great. It's a great psychedelic. It encompasses everything that's going on. Yeah, it's cool. We can talk about that can all day long, guys. Where can they find? You all. First off, Mr. Dano, thank you so much for joining, tapping in from the. Hey, uh, thank you for being our live. Yep, you're a viewer. You're built on the ground, filmed in front of a live studio audience of one person main. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, good job. Uh, where, where you can find me at DT Mert on Twitter and also in my bed. <laughs> but no don't find him there because yeah, he's married and he has a kid. So sorry, ladies. Very tricky to find him there. Very Mr. tricky, Mr. Lausman. You can find me at Mr. Lausman. That's the end of that. <laughs> nice. In general, yep. short and sweet, like me. <laughs> Not in the sack though. You can find me at uh, Brood Boy Eight One Three Brewing a Beer in Donnie's Kitchen. All right, Ashley. Uh, if you want, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Ashley Margaret. That's it. <laughs> and Ashley actually is here. Uh, she's a special guest, and she also does some um, custom clothing. Yep. And she's on Etsy. Yep. Uh, tell, my, tell about my, that, my maybe. My business name is Maddie Jean um, Apparel. You can find me on Instagram on Maddie Jean Apparel. Um, Perhaps we plug that, maybe. Right? Yeah, you can plug that. <laughs> I do a lot of custom things, so look me up. She's actually very, very, extremely talented, and she yes. she's a s- s- seamstress. Yep, seamstress. seamstress. I yes, make I love clothes, it. accessories, you name yep. it. And she also provides great insight on podcasts. So, um, thank you, Ashley. <laughs> thank and, you, sir. And she keeps me in line. Right, of course. Which we all have to, she has to do. <laughs> yep, um, I do. You can find me and, of course, all of us at Brewmasters Club cast on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you may do. Hashtag Brewmasters Club cast if you want to enjoy or um, inter- intervene what we talk about, suggest things. Um, you can always email us too, info um, at Brewmasters. Uh, dot club it'd be a great way to, to just contact us directly so uh, find us online find us on YouTube find us on Instagram and everything else we love you guys thank you so much for paying attention and being yeah. here tonight yeah. have a great night Cinco de Mayo Woo! Ryan cheers thank you Ryan for your beers this is great we love you guys we will see you next time thank you again be safe everyone Arriva Darchi okay everyone just spat everyone spat You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers!